damn it. <laughs> hey, Chris, tell me about that book you found. Why are we starting like this? This is weird. Because we always start so with stilted. some dumb banter. No, wait, we start with me and to Tommy arguing over scene. stuff. He's not here to sing for us. You're a lagnia. I know, I'm not going to do no, it. me and Tommy Let's always see. start by arguing over something stupid. It, I, like how you how lose about it all that card Super games? Bowl. I don't lose at all card games. I win card games. <laughs> and what? What? How about that Super Bowl? The big bowl? Not the one you pee in? <laughs> 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 Come on this journey with me. This pee journey, Chris. AKA Crispy. AKA Crispy Bacon. It's hard to be me. So, uh, time to start over. <laughs> you don't you Okay, you want to start the show? You start the show. Uh sure. Uh today on a very somber episode of uh Kinkcast. Uh, we are grieving our fallen comrade, Tommy. He uh, passed away after wanting to, quote, dive in the deep end of urophilia and literally jumped into a pool of urine. Uh, he drowned in that pool, and uh, we appreciate his sacrifice for the show. And now on with the show. We, we played taps for him, but we weren't on air at that time. Shot rifles and such. Over that giant pool of urine. <laughs> uh, well, no, we had we did have a 12, 12 gun a, salute, it was, but it was it was all people peeing into yeah, the pool. It was, it was a burial at sea, a burial at pee, a burial at sea, yeah, something like that. Some say if you listen closely, you can still hear him at the bottom of the pool screaming for help. <laughs> Okay, well, this is a weird episode of King Cass because Tommy's not here, and everyone knows Tommy's the jabberjaw of the group who yes. can't shut up even when you shove urine down his throat. Because he's a u- human urinal, right? And we usually start with some kind of game, but we forgot to play the, to set that up beforehand. <laughs> what kind of game? Oh, that's right. What is the weirdest color urine you've ever had? Fuck, Mary, kill urine. We we banned that one. <laughs> That's true. We did ban that one. So what's the weirdest color urine you've ever had? And introduce yourself. This how we do the introductions. Uh, my name is Chris, and I have had... This is disgusting. We're talking about urine. I know, but like colors of urine. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, I've had like uh, like a lime green color. Kind of like uh, like Gatorade, like like lemon lime Gatorade. Well, like the kind, like the coolant you would put into your car, oh, the antifreeze. Oh wow. yeah? yeah, too much blue, like. F- uh, I don't. Flavoring. I think I was very very sick. <gasps> oh, I've had mono before, which messes with like the bilirubin in your in your system, and so it comes out like a tea color brown. I've had brown urine. Yeah, just straight up like. <gasps> Wait, that who is like this? There'd be blood who am I? Yeah, There's somebody to, else in you're here. You're supposed to introduce yourself. Oh, Dana, yeah. you have had brown urine. I'm Dana, and I have had brown urine. And new person who's never been on the show. The new kid on the block. New person who's never been on the show. A We're name. Gonna, We're going to call her Mary. Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary. Hey, I'm Mary. 
I'm so glad that I, you have joined us on the you. show. You're filling in for some, you know, some pretty big stars right now. Um, some of our very favorite cast members are gone. But you know what? We're going to hold this show together. Okay. We're going to hold it together. Um, in the dear absence of all, of all of the rest of the cast members that have drowned in piss. All the, so I've survived the drowning in piss. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had the rowboat. Okay. Yeah. This was like a piss Titanic. Yeah. Only the rich made it off. Wonderful. A giant poop iceberg. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's another episode. I am not looking forward to that one either. The poo bird. Oh, the SS Titanic. Ooh. You're... Uh, I think you mean the PP. <laughs> oh my gosh wow we're off to a rolling start here okay uh, this is episode 27 of kinkcast uh welcome to the show uh we provide a um discussion uh discussion on um all kinds of different fetishes in a very sex positive kind of way uh we do not kink shame uh we do you know make light of some of the you know different aspects of different fetishes but we like to um explore a lot of these fetishes in a very um sex positive kind of way encouraging people to explore their kinks and fetishes safely um without injuring anybody and also always following the rules of rack risk aware consensual kink and also the ssc which is safe sane and consensual consensual thank you how did you forget that one also c for chris i was waiting for somebody else to talk Safe, safe, sane, sane consensual. consensual. It's how uh, it's SSC. how BDSM community rates their own uh, sexual fetishes. Yeah, and there are so many. And today we're talking about the paraphilia of urolagnia, aka urophilia, eudonism, golden showers, water sports, and human urinals. There are many other kinds of like. Um, so that sonic toilet that we talk about every episode yes, that t- is that unfortunately not included because it is not a human. It is a sonic that has been turned into a toilet. It's Aww. still a type of human urinal, except for it's a comic it's a, character urinal. It's an anthropomorphized head blue hedgehog that has been turned into the bowl of a toilet while his anthropomorphized alter ego kind of thing, nice. Shadow the Hedgehog. Was it Shadow? It's Shadow. Uh, oh. Yeah, his his evil form is uh, the uh, back of the toilet. That's right. Yes. That was an interesting episode. That was episode two. We mention it every single time because it's the most horrifying image we've all seen. <laughs> Whenever we all looked at it, we were like, what the heck? And now we can dive in uh, into it a little bit more <laughs> tonight. Um, this is urophilia. Urolagnia is a type of a new word. Here's a new lingo for you. Celerophilia, which is a branch of fetishes and paraphilias that involve deriving erotic pleasure from soiling or disheveling the object of one's desire. This does not in- involve harming or injuring the subject, only their appearance. She, uh, Mary pulled up the uh, sonic toilet picture real quick. Oh, yes. Just so that uh, visual can... for reference. Thank you. Now you know where we're coming I from. I think, uh, I mean, Sarah did a fantastic job <laughs> with our logo, mm-hmm. but I really think we should change it. To Sonic To the Sonic Toilet, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, I'm sure we can get in contact with the artist on DeviantArt or wherever that was from and just be like, hey, I don't think the artist would probably want his name attached to it, so we don't have to tell him. Just start using it. Or we can, like, sketch a version of it. 
ourselves. <laughs> okay. For all of our listeners out there, <laughs> Just do your here. own version of the Sonic Toilet. Mm-hmm. And and we will put it on t-shirts. <laughs> Underwear? Underwear. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That would there actually be the most logical place for our uh, merchandising to go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Underwear or diapers. We can have it printed on the back of a diaper. Mm-hmm. But baby diapers, not like... Man, pasties. Like adult adult diapers. No, no, baby diapers. I would wear Sonic toilet pasties. <laughs> that would be that would be interesting. Okay, so what I said here, um, it's a type of celerophilia, which is a branch of fetishes that involve driving erotic pleasure from soiling or disheveling the object of one's desire. Uh, this does not involve harming or injuring the subject, only their appearance, which I think is kind of interesting because in a lot of the other fetishes, it has to do with... Um, um, pain or blood or, you know, like, yeah, you know, a lot of the ones we talked about, this just is about embarrassment. Yeah. It's kind of about embar- embarrassment, but also like dishevelment, um, making something. And it's usually, and this is something I found in my research. It's usually, usually an attractive person. They want to make an attractive person look less so using urine. Yeah. No, it's like, uh, Edward Norton in Fight Club. He just wanted to destroy something beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah. That can definitely be the case. He, he beat up, uh, the Joker. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I always assumed it was more of a dominance thing. It can like be. marking your territory? Absolutely, it can be. And it's well, a the show of, who... like, a top versus, I'm sorry, a dominant versus, like, a submissive. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, in the unusual sex practices, the encyclopedia of unusual sex practices. Oh, tell uh, us more. The, uh, the person being urinated upon was referred to as the bottom. Yes. Yes. Um, and that's usually the case. Um, <clears throat> I will say also, um, this can involve wetting or seeing someone else urinate in their pants or underclothes or wetting the bed. This is also a pretty uh, common common thing as well. It's not just like being peed on and peeing on others. Sometimes it can just involve like wetting your clothing or soiling yourself. Um, it can also um, deal with consuming urine itself, um, which is actually called urophagia. Um, which is drinking urine um, or consuming uh, urine. So that's a whole different type of um, urolagnia um, distinction here. So there are several different kinds of um, alternative types here. Um, I guess we're kind of dipping into varieties. I guess I took my notes out of order here. But um, one way that we can look at the psychology of this is something I'd like you to talk about a little bit, Chris, Um, because your book kind of goes into the psychology behind it. And I thought it was pretty informative. And I wish that you would read that for us. What does it say about um, the psychology behind the development of a urolognia fetish? Well, according to Brenda Love in 1992's The Encyclopedia of Unusual Sex Practices... We have uh, that uh, a theory of why it's developed in men uh, is that uh, boys who are not allowed or uh, so uh, for the gratification may stem from engaging in an activity that their mothers condemned. Boys who were not allowed to fondle their penis were usually granted permission to hold their penis while urinating. Boys also discovered that urination could be a powerful weapon, one that could cause almost any target to retreat. This combination of rebellion, power, and sensuality became a potent aphrodisiac, difficult for some to resist. Uh, it doesn't give a reason why women right. would... I mean, probably right. very similar to, like, you know, when you pee on someone, they're going to back off. Well, if you so, think about it, a lot of, like... 
toddlers that are potty training kind of use that as a power tool too. Like it's the one thing that they do have power over is like, okay, I'm not going to pee where you tell me to pee. I'm going to pee where I want to pee. My niece uses that. She will sit on someone's lap and look at them straight in the eye and say, I'm going to pee on you and then just pee on them. (gasps) Yeah. So that's like a, it's kind of a control form, even (laughs) at a very early age. So like you said, um, having, you know, some men, I guess, develop this in response to um, wanting to be in control of a situation or um, asserting a certain amount of power over the situation by being able to pee whenever they want to, um, or having that power held over them by their parents. So I think that's kind of interesting because I didn't find that in any of my research, but I thought that was pretty insightful. Or being able to wield it. I'm, I'm sure I, I'm not the only one, but uh, uh, a lot of like when I was young before, you know, sexually developed, uh, like we would make games out of how far back you could go from the urinal and still make it in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think that's a rare thing around yeah, me too. guys, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately there are no guys here tonight to uh, <laughs> agree with me whether or not they've also engaged in that. So I'm assuming 100% of all men polled <laughs> would agree. <laughs> I will say, um, but yeah, we would use it as like a form, like a game, like yeah. Oh, I can go furthest back. I can I can stand with my back against the wall and hit the urinal across the way. <laughs> Could you? Me no. Oh. <laughs> but it's interesting to think about because like. I mean, I always thought it was really cool that guys can like pee in the snow and write, write, their, their, write their name in the snow or write tr- their name. I've on tried the that. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's an like easy uh, thing I mean, to it's do. even like uh, dogs marking their territory. Yeah, it's enviable, and you know, guys can also pee outside, which is really cool. Also, I mean, we can too. But girls can pee their name in the snow. They just need a much Short wider two-letter birth. names. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> yeah, four-letter names would work too. Mary works fine, but uh. Yeah, you just, you know, you need more more room. You can't just stand in one spot. You're going to have to, you know, mm-hmm. crouch and crab walk. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it, requ- it's probably, it requires... It's probably just going to look like a just a mess. Yeah, it requires a lot of um, uh, control, bladder control, pelvic floor control, and training. Uh, those have kegels you ever, Have you ever tried off. to pee standing up? Y- uh, yes. Yes. Yes, I have. Um, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but see, it's like us like, oh, look, this mm-hmm. is something that we can do like men. Yes, exactly. And it's kind of a thing like, OK, I envy the fact that y'all have such a convenient apparatus for peeing um, whenever, wherever you want very pretty easily. So it's it's kind of clean and easy and you do it and it's done. Sometimes um, no hands. But also thinking, yeah. Most but, of the time. <laughs> like a roller coaster ride. Um, all right. So You're going hard enough. It's like a fire hose, too. It just flips. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, In that case, you would need a hand for control. <laughs> um, let's also not forget that there's a couple of different correlations that we're working with here. And this is some that drew me back to thinking about emetophilia um, in one of our previous episodes. Um, this There does develop a strong correlation or condition between the urine smell or sight um, and the sexual act. So sometimes those things are linked. It's also having to do with a sense of release and a relief in urination. Some people really like experiencing that or watching others experiencing that particular release or relief of liquid from the body, which is very much orgasmic in terms of thinking of um, the way it feels and the way that the body is operating at the same time. And if this is your first episode, emetophilia is vomiting. Yeah. Yeah. So that gives you context for that. 
Someone who is into vomiting. Yeah. So kind of emitting this, um, you know, vomit-like thing. Like you feel like this kind of sense of urgency and kind of oh. discomfort. And then by vomiting, you feel better. Because we, we talked like about yeah, as well. emetophilia, uh, like vomiting paralleled, like a, a release. There's a buildup and then there's a orgasmic type component where it is eventually released. And mm-hmm. this is even closer to the actual like orgasm and that it is for men, it's using a sexual organ for women. It is using a close to sexual organ. Yeah. The is not you know, the same thing. Right. Obviously those are different things, but there is a lot of similarities here. And there's Where, a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of buildup and then there is a release to it. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, um, this can also be a turn on for some because it's also possibly sadomasochistic. Um, and the fact that there is pain involved, urgency and discomfort, um, kind of involved in the sense, in the feeling of a full bladder. Um, some people like watching somebody else experiencing that. Some people like to feel it themselves and that turns them on knowing that that's, um, a discomfort that they're about to be able to release or relieve. Um, it's like, uh, the emperor Tiberius who, uh, used, uh, or would fill up his would torture people by letting them have their fill of wine. So I'm assuming pretending like, oh, we're best friends. Here, have as much wine as you'd like. And then uh, having his guards hold them down and uh, tie strings around their penis to block off the urethra. Mm. Right. That's just so sad. Which emperor was that? Emperor Tiberius. Tiberius. What a awesome name. What a jerk. Um, James Tiberius Kirk. He would <laughs> do that to Spock on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> another another paraphilia that's associated with this is the diaper fetish, of course. Um, people wetting themselves or peeing themselves or peeing in a diaper, um, which I thought was kind of, I mean, obviously those things go hand in hand, but I don't usually associate the kinds of um, reasons why it's a turn on with but would that mean- urine than it is with diapers. I feel yeah. Like diapers would that be more, more under like baby play? Yeah. I feel like that is. would, yeah. But sometimes that can involve some urolagnia because they are peeing into, or they are performing an act using urine. Yeah. I feel like the, the, so is it the person that's actually peeing who's into it or the person who's like, depends. It can be oh, both. Wow. It can be either. It doesn't, I mean, it's all dependent upon like what mm-hmm. the rules of engagement are. Okay. But I just, I feel like for that one, the urine would be more of a means to an end Yeah, where it's like, it's not the object of the fetish. Mm-hmm. It is, part of the fetish because baby it's part of the role yeah Yeah. babies pee pee. yeah exactly um which i mean i just think is kind of interesting like that that was the thing that kept popping up like okay does diaper fetishism fall into urolagnia or does urolagnia fall into diaper fetishism um do those things how do those things interact and correlate and people were basically coming to the conclusion that um, urolagnia does play a role in diaper play or like diaper fetishes or baby play. Um, um, just because if there's soiling of that diaper, um, it does involve urine. Um, even though urine may not be the fetish, it's the baby act or the role of the baby. That's the fetish. Um, it still is involving some kind of urine, even though that that's not particularly the turn on it's more the role. Um, yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think kind of like want to draw a little like starker of a line and be like, mm-hmm. 
you know, it is a means to an end, but it's not, it is not like the actual fetish. Right. Like, you know, someone might be offended when you say, oh, you're into, uh, you're a lagnia. And they're like, no, I'm into diapers. Mm -hmm. I'm not a weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hypothetical. I don't think either of them are weirdos. Right. Because we try to be sex positive. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I could see that as being like, no, it's it's not the urine that I'm into. It's mm-hmm. the, the act diaper. that I'm into. I'm into right. the use of the diaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Use of the prop. There you go. Yeah. And we'll talk about some props for sure. Um, can you think of any other like lingo or anything associated with this? Did your book have any other lingo for it? Uh, I had a few. Okay. Um, Review those for me if you don't mind. So uh, other names for Europhilia, uh, we went over golden showers, water sports, uh, Udenism uh, or Undenism, mm-hmm. uh, Eurolagnia. We went over that one. Ondensin, Ondenism. <laughs> need some help. That was then, the German translation, yeah. Renifleurism. Renifleurism. Oh. Ondenism. Ondenism. Figured it out. Mm. And um, there are other acts that uh, can involve uh, other sexual acts that have names, which I would like to mention briefly as uh, uh, the golden enema. Oh, okay. So this would fall under a variety. This is a new one. I actually, I had a friend that uh, had this forced upon her. Um, And it is when a uh, male... Uh, urinates inside of a female's vagina. Uh, he it was someone that she was dating, and she he asked her, you know, if she would be into like being like peed on, and she was like, "Under no circumstance will I ever be peed on." Mm-hmm. And uh, he just decided to pee in her without telling her one night. <gasps> so that would violate our C, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> and depending if he had Not any cool. infections, the safety aspect. Yeah, apparently Hep B is easily transmitted. Um, and I think that was the night that they stopped seeing each other. So. I'd imagine so. I wouldn't even be surprised if there were some unfortunate uh, encounters after that with police officers and things like that, because that's not cool. It seemed like it'd be pretty fortunate encounters with police officers. Yeah. So it's the kind of thing you would want the police to be yeah, in on. Definitely. But uh, I don't think there were. Okay. Well, that's that's really crummy. I really hate that. Um, let's talk about. Um, it is a pretty ooh. funny concept, though. It's, yeah. It is, and I feel like that's a thing that maybe is done, like can be done with other, you know, um, people of other genders are involved as well, right? Like, hmm? I think. That it's not like, just uh, to a, a heterosexual. Like a lesbian couple, one of them peeing into a funnel and mm. putting it down into the vagina. I'm not, wouldn't be surprised. There's the Shigo or the, I have all these products that you can in, do that with. In this book, it said that you have like, this book, he inserts himself hard, has to wait until he's flaccid. Yeah. And then pee. Right. I guess there could be like golden enema B, mm-hmm. which would be butt. <laughs> 
You don't say. (laughs) But butts are usually pretty tight. Yeah, I have problems with the enema word because the enema associated with the behind, with with the rectum. So you would insert that in the rectum and then pee there. Well, that would be a golden enema. The only problem. This would would be be a golden douche. Yeah. There we go. The golden douche. I I feel (laughs) like the only the only problem would be like if you're not hard, you're gonna get pushed out of the butt. It depends on how relaxed you? your rectum is. I guess it depends upon how relaxed Or how tight it is. It's just going to hold on. There you go. It's going to grip on that sucker. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like it's like when dogs have sex and they get stuck together. But then is it they're like... They're trying to tear each other off and just flailing. Like, ah! It's too tight. It'll end up like the Emperor Tiberius. Oh, my just God. Just like keep all the pee in. And it's, oh, dear. It could be torture then. <laughs> It's like the opposite of what my friend experienced, where someone wants them to be peed and and their butt's not letting them out. Let's just say that particular type is uh, definitely violating safe and, as you're in your friend's situation, also consent. Um, But how's that violating safe? Um, easily transmits hepatitis B. Well, that's if someone has if hepatitis B. So yeah. yeah, if you're practicing with a safe partner who's been tested. If you, if yes. you're okay, yeah, yeah, because if you're we having have to preface it with that, which we hadn't. Yeah, because so. if you're having sex and you knowingly have a sexually transmitted disease mm-hmm. that you don't sell, tell someone about, then it's never going to be safe sex. Right? Oh, never, ever, so, ever, ever. And you yeah. can't, but you can't really do this with a condom. You can't really do this. I mean, I mean, I guess you can. I mean, then it'd be like a fun water balloon. It would be be a different kind of fountain than that way. You put it. So a golden shower would be a golden fountain. There you go. And then you put a string around the condom, so you pop it off. You've got a golden water balloon. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Smack in the face Uh, with it. I feel like it'd be that would hurt. (laughs) That would not. That would. I'm pretty sure that would not burst. You would just hurt the other person. (laughs) I feel like. I don't have a penis, so I, I can only fathom okay. this. But wouldn't it be hard to pee in a condom? Yes. Okay. All right. Because you'd have to be flaccid, or at least like yeah. semi chub. Yeah. Like yeah. Also- There's a like valve or yeah. flap or membrane or whatever in your penis that when you are erect, it's a valve. It's a valve. It's a valve. Uh, so imagine someone grabbing a red knob and turning the knob. Uh, in this case, a knob being your penis. <laughs> Knobs. Knobs. Uh, British people. How British of you. Uh, but uh, yeah, a valve that uh, keeps men from being able to urinate while having an erection. Mm-hmm. And yet somehow, if you can force yourself to pee, you can become flaccid again, right? Yeah, that's uh, basically morning wood. Like okay. forcing yourself to pee is the it gets rid of the erection because you're forcing the. There you go. You're yeah. forcing the turning of the valve yeah. of the knob. You're turning. You're turning the knob. So. Okay, <laughs> but not. In but it's not way. like a. It's not a pleasant feeling. Right. No. Of course not. So I don't. <laughs> that's like. I just think it'd be right very hard. Orgasm. Yeah, I feel like it'd be really that. hard to pee in a condom. That's all I'm trying to get to, basically. I mean, you could pee into a condom. That would be easy. Yeah, but Peeing we'll in one. a condom yeah. would be very difficult. Did we come yeah. up with this idea, or is this an actual thing? 
Uh, I, this is, I this is part of our discussion. Idea. This is part of our discussion. Okay. We're kind of teasing out some of the nuances yes. of this particular fetish. And I think that that's pretty I just forgot how we got to the condom. And it's insightful because we were talking about how to do it safely. There we go. But it can't really, this in particular probably cannot be done safely unless both partners are tested and are pretty sure that nobody has anything yeah. that can, get, can be transmitted in or this case. Or they're willing to accept the consequences. Yeah. Or, or yeah, risk-aware sexual kink. Um, wait. Risk-aware consensual kink. My bad. Um, so in this case, if you had to have like unprotected city, sex, bitch, yeah, city, it would have to be okay. Like making sure that you don't have any sexually transmitted diseases or ones that could be transmitted through your. Yeah. So uh, that makes sense. Um, let's see here. Oh, I do have some interesting um, stats here, numbers-wise. Um, involuntary urination during sex is common. So this is like involuntary, like not actually intending to be pee play, but this is pee that happens pee. while you're playing, but you didn't really That's, intend for it to happen. Well, it's uh, like uh, when a when a female quote squirts, that is that is urine. Like there was a lot of debate about there's that a for lot a long of time. Over that, there's, but they've pretty much decided that it's not. It's 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 not anything else. It is urine, is what they basically yeah. said. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it is pretty much straight. Like you'll have the other fluids because yeah, they're, they're present. Yeah. But it is yeah, it's just pretty much straight up urine. Yeah. Okay. And I think the test that they've done for that has basically confirmed that. Um, but it took them a long time because everyone was like, "What can women ejaculate?" Well. It's yes very and no. very upsetting. I I volunteered many times to be part of that study. Uh, they turned me down. Oh darn! So uh, I was very upset. Why did I, they turn you down? Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> if the white coat don't fit, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's those gloves, schmap. Um, they said I uh, made them finish too quickly or something. I'm not sure. Oh, darn. Or too many times. Oops, sorry. Yeah. You can only test like one time during a certain amount of time and you did way yeah. more than. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Three hours. They didn't right? want to drown anyone. Straight. That's exactly. Straight for three hours. That's Unfortunately, right. we are referencing Tommy again. He did drown in the urine. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not sure if it was through squirting, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, so let's talk about involuntary urination during sex. It is pretty common. Uh, 24% of women experience um, have uh, mentioned experiencing involuntary urination during sex. And 66% of those women who experience that um, say it occurred during penetration, while the other 33% said theirs was triggered by orgasm. Kind of interesting. Part, a part of them, you know, 66% say at the very beginning of the game. 33% said at the very end of the game. Who's to say? So during the first is just in there and I'm peeing. Yeah, like it's like, oh, goodness, your penetration has caused me to slightly wet myself. Well, it Maybe seems like the orgasm body. side would make sense because it's yeah. like a it loss of control. The, yeah. yeah. Also of like your muscles. Yeah. You know? It totally happens. It's a real thing. And apparently um, 24% of women have experienced this at one point in their lives. Um, and then, of course, those were that, those numbers were from that within that 24%. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of an interesting thing to kind of touch on, too, because there is like, okay, voluntarily. I don't know. I feel like it'd be very hard to pee on somebody on command. Like somebody asked me to pee on them. I would find it very hard to do so unless I, mean, I was just like about to wet my pants already. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I could right now. it's like it's like a it's like a i think there's i think there would also be a small bit of performance fear 
involved in some of these things. Like, unless you're really into this fetish, you would have to, like, prepare yourself mentally (laughs) to um, urinate on someone on command and be, like, okay with that. So I think there's a little bit of a psychological element to this, too. Uh, We talk about, you know, like, um, mental kinks versus physical kinks. I think in a lot of ways this is obviously a mental kink, but it's also a physical kink, too, in that you have to actually turn your brain on to say, okay, this person is where I need to be peeing. Yeah. Or I need to pee (laughs) on myself or I need to, this is going to get me the thing that I want, which is, I guess. We're taught that there's certain places to pee and times to pee. You're thinking about peeing too much. (laughs) I'm just thinking about like, okay, if I was in this situation and Uh, somebody said, said, let let it go. go. <laughs> Our listeners are going to have to like go pee a lot during this. <laughs> the equivalent of listening to waterfalls. Yeah. yeah. Don't go chasing waterfalls though. I feel sorry Just for the person to listening to this in their car, and they're about twenty go. miles from a gas stop, and they're like, "Oh, I gotta go. Stop talking about pee." Wrong episode for you. Um, let's talk about get a bottle. Let's talk about since we're talking about pop culture. Um, some people can. Uh, for you some can of get us, an open face glass. I do it in a cup. If yeah. I go. I road trip a lot, go. and oh I'll just goodness. scoot up on my seat, pee in a cup. There you go. See, put Good a lid you. on it, save it for later. That's that's you, you know to what? throw you can, away. You can probably sell that. I probably um, could. We've talked about selling selling some things before, so that's interesting. Um, I've done it when leaving Dave and Buster's because my car was so far across the parking lot. I was like, I'm not going back in there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Wait, you, it was peed, at night. you peed in a bottle in, a bottle. in the parking lot yeah. between Dave and Buster's and your car? No, I was at my car. Okay. <laughs> it was. I was at literally the furthest spot that you could be from Dave and Buster's, and I was like... Why not just drive your car up to the front? I was the only person driving my car. What was I going to just leave the car up front? It's weird. Okay, let's <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. I'm not a weirdo. I just pee in a bottle in my car and then pour it out the side. <laughs> Why not just pee on the ground? You pour it? Why don't you just like put the lid back on and then toss it in a trash can? Yeah. Or That's gross. Good, but why, Wait, how can I recycle to... that bottle if it's in a trash can? I didn't say recycle. Yeah, exactly. Why not delete the middleman and just pee on the ground? Oh, that thing that men can do. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, well, we can because too. it's can Dave and Buster's and there are cops all over that parking lot and I don't want to do that and Just... risk getting like pulled in for like mm. oh, you were exposing yourself in public. It's like, no, I was taking a piss and you know you've done it before, but you're just like feeling like a dick tonight. Have you ever like tucked a towel in the top of your pants and then like make sure it's long enough to cover everything and then you can pee like without being seen or exposing yourself no no i haven't no not you i'm talking like there's so many things you can do with a penis yeah uh i also had a funnel in my car so i could i guess i could shove the funnel down the front of my pants open up my zipper and have the funnel come out and just pee down that they have that for women i know they do oh we're gonna talk about it okay cool yeah so i guess yeah i could have done that and then the police officer had been like Holy shit, you have a huge ass dick as he's arresting me. And then I'm like, no, it's a funnel. That's why it gets so thin. Oh. That's why you would be like, um, no, sir, I did not expose myself. This is a funnel. La, la, la. And then. It is that the sound a funnel. of funnel mix? La, 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 la. That's the sound I would make if I had a funnel in my pants. There that's, we a, go. that's the sound your dick makes, Walt, in a funnel. 
I know you guys have never experienced it. It's a thing I have not experienced. I have had a cop come up to me for indecent exposure for peeing outside of my car. Well, yeah, I told him the bar bathrooms well, were too dirty, and then thank you yeah. for supporting my decision I get to it. pee in a bottle I get it. in yeah. my car and then pour it out the window. Nature. Why did you pour Parking out the window? Did you do it while you were driving? Peas. No, I meant wind down the window and just lean out and pour it out. Well, what if it gets on your car? Why not open well, the door? Well, it didn't. <laughs> oh, well, it didn't. That's good. Don't agree with any of your decisions of this night. <laughs> I feel sorry for anybody driving directly behind you. Have you time. seen the bathrooms at Dave & Buster's? Long lines. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a five-minute walk to my car. <laughs> Five minutes is long enough. Okay, um, let's talk pop culture. Unfortunately, yeah, I like I said... Not great at that competition from earlier, so I couldn't just pee straight from the parking lot into the urinal. From across the parking lot. <laughs> just really got to like lean way back, right? <laughs> Is there any record for how long people can pee? Not oh, not oh, time, not time wise, but distance. Obviously, distance? there is, but I wonder what it is. I think you should Google that. I'll Google it. Um, and while we're doing what that, is, let's what talk. What does Guinness say? Yeah, let's talk about pop culture. <laughs> um, I really want to talk about um a superhero to begin with. Um, I think he is the man in shining urine. That I, I that is, he's the hero we deserve. Um. But we don't deserve him because he lives in Australia. Um, he is. Trough, oh, this guy is not a superhero. Trough man. Da, um, da, da, da. The Australian underground celebrity famous for his role in the paraphilia of water sports and toilets at Sydney gay venues in the late 1970s all the way up to 2000s. Um, this man is absolutely famous. And people have people uh, people have like tattooed pictures of him on things. And you can actually research him. Um he would lay in troughs where people would pee because um, it excited him so much, and he would actually wear a mask, um, sort oh, of like that's a bullshit. superhero. Um, do we have a result for that? We do. I mean, this is from Answers.com. Okay. So, All right. This is the internet. It so may or may not be true. It may not. I mean, this is first. 100% First true. go. No fake news. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to read it. The record was set in Omaha, Nebraska, December of 2008 by... Kyle Schroeder. Okay. The world record performance of 18 feet, 3 inches. And they specify on flat ground with no wind advantage. Wow. Omaha, Nebraska, home of the longest whiz. I do have some doubts about that, mostly because I'm like, who did they get to show up and be like... How high up was he? I know you're trying to. Trying. I bet he was trying. I bet someone's like, "Man, you pee so far!" Like when they were kids. Yeah, but that's what I'm guessing. Like, who was it? Like, was it like his buddy that was like, "Oh no, there wasn't any wind that day." I I was sure we had like. I only had like four beers that day. Everyone else was shit faced. <laughs> to, to be in the Guinness World Book of Records, you have to have it approved by yeah. somebody. You have to have World someone that was actually there. But so. that doesn't. That was on Answers.com. Uh, oh yeah, I thought it said it was Guinness. Oh no. Oh uh, no. Oh, Guinness oh. said the longest time that someone peed. No, but it was a, was sperm, a whale. sperm whale. Which was I was like, that's stupid. Minutes. Why is this even a? Oh okay, that's not even human. No. We're not even talking about that. Okay. Um, well, that's interesting. I feel like. Oh. I would like more verification of that. Um, I don't believe it, but hey, but uh, good men, job, Kyle Schroeder. People with penises, set your goals high. I mean, far. So, um, what were they determining it from? Was it from penis? the point of his penis, or was it from like his feet? 
<laughs> well, the longest pee is five hundred eight seconds. Like this is coming up over and over and over again. Yeah. Wow. But I'm just I'm just guessing. So like if he had like a you know if he had like a seventeen foot penis, then he only peed one foot. Yeah, that's a long penis. He got to fold that. He's got to retract that sucker. Um, that's fascinating. He's got one of those things that you wind up by uh, garden hose with. <laughs> Crank. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we talked about Truff Man. Um, let's talk about Chuck Berry, the very famous musician who was also really into Eurolachnia. Tell us about him since you know about him so much. I, I just didn't know that you didn't know about him. You were like, who is Chuck Berry? It's like f- one of the most famous musicians of all time. Yeah, apparently. Johnny I- B. Good. It took me a minute to realize who he was, but I did not know he was into Eurolagnia. Yeah, famous, famously into Eurolagnia. Wow. He's, he was, uh, I don't know if he was open about it, but his uh, some of his sexual conquests mm-hmm. were. Ah, that's interesting. Um, he was outed, huh? I, I, again, I don't know. Maybe he was very open about it and just, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't widely publicized because it's back in the 1950s. So. Right. He had a reputation to uphold. And it might have, not- well, it also might have been like the <clears throat> 1950s, like, oh, a black singer who's mm-hmm. into some weird shit. No one's going to report about that because no one gives a shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying that's how it was at the time. Like, yeah, people were shitty. Uh, yes, that is true. Uh, obviously, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Yes, uh, definitely. Uh, he's is on one an underage well. girl. Um, <laughs> I can't help but think about his one in the clo- his his videos, all of his videos for the series in the closet. Yeah. Like, what was it called? Like I'm watching you from the closet. I don't remember what it was. It was a uh, closet, yeah, something like that. Was he peeing in the closet? I, you know, he was Why in there was for a really no, long time. No, it was uh, trapped in the closet. Yeah, I'm I sure he remember. peed in it. Then if he was trapped, and it was like a 18 video series or something. Yeah. He was it's in like, it for a long time. It's like 18 hours long. It's ridiculous. It's really long. Um, I know nothing about R. Kelly. It's still I would have going had on. to have peed at least like five times during that. Oh well, R. Kelly peed on an underage girl. Oh, I knew that much. Yeah, that's, that's that pretty much as far as you need to. Oh, okay, as um, an ignition commemorated. He in- sang that song about flying. Yeah. I believe I can fly. <laughs> oh, I sang that in a kindergarten and now I feel kind of weird. Yeah. Oh. He might have been watching you from the back with a bottle. It was also commemorated in, um, oh gosh, who sings Thrift? Thrift. Um, uh, Macklemore. Yeah, Macklemore. Like R. Kelly's Sheets. Yeah, there we go. Because he pisses his sheets. It's funny. Anyways, um, that's another famous urologist. Uh, um, also, serial killer Albert Fish, a.k.a. the Gray Man, a.k.a. the Boogeyman. What do you know about that? I will not talk about a serial killer when Tommy is not here. But I insist. I not. Albert Fish was a horrible human being. Mm hmm. <sighs> who killed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Apparently he was really into drinking women's urine and then also made a bunch of kids drink urine. I don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. All right. We've hit on a nerve. How He's... about Ricky Martin? Ricky Martin what? apparently likes peeing. He likes um, feet too. Yeah, he likes feet too. Uh, Ricky Does he Martin. Like peeing on feet? Yes. Um, he likes peeing um and he also has discussed publicly his uh, fascination with golden showers. Little uh, public service announcement. If you're someone who pees on feet, i.e. your own feet, you actually will have less chance of athlete split. 
For real, though? For real. Like, people who pee in the shower, who just pee while they're showering, uh-huh. are, you're less likely to get athlete's foot. You mean everyone? everyone? There's a lot of people. I had an ex that did not pee in the shower, and nope. it came I up. I don't. You don't? I don't. It's so much better because you waste See, less See, I read water. a statistic once that uh, half, half of everyone pees in the shower, and the other half are liars. Um, I do not pee in the shower I have had I've dated people who peed in the shower and I was incredibly disgusted bleached the entire bathroom and then um, realized that a shower is just a giant toilet it's it's really not though. Like that's it really gross. Is. Um, and really then the whole is. bathroom smells like a like pee. No, it doesn't. Just, no, it no. totally does. It totally it does. It really doesn't. Gross. That's how I kind of discovered the whole pee fetish thing. Was I had an ex who was into it, and he hugged me in the shower and peed on me. Gross. So there you go. And I was just like, oh. Well, I think this is a good segue okay. <laughs> because Mary is. If she wants to talk about we it, can talk about is it. Is the only person. Well, I don't want to speak for Dana. Uh, but as far as I know, the only person here, the only person, the only person here <laughs> who has actually been a participant in this kind of fetish. Just convenient that we had you here tonight. Yeah. Did you even know that? No. When I was, oh, didn't know if it came out at nope. some point. Hey. Dana says she doesn't pee in the chair, which we know is a lie. So. I don't because I feel like that's where I get clean, mm. not where I evacuate my bladder. I don't know. That's what a toilet Next is Next, you're going to tell me you don't waffle stompy either. So. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm actually going to have to Google that. Oh. Because I don't know. We talked I'm, about it yeah. on an episode. Did we? Yes. What is it? Waff, waffle stomp is where you shit in the shower <laughs> and then stomp oh, it down no! the drain. No! <laughs> it's probably because I, I I pushed that so far away from my memory. That's disgusting. No, I've never done that. We talked about it in our... Have uh, you ever done that? No, I've never done that. Oh, wait, is this an actual thing people do? <laughs> no. Which I'm sure it is. Which but... episode was that on? That was on our uh, Dirty Talk episode. Oh, yeah. Sarah Sarah brought up uh, <laughs> talking with coworkers about waffle stomping. And I was like... Doesn't everyone talk about waffle stomping? <laughs> it's it's insane. Yeah, I, forgot about, I forgot about our dirty talk one. So, um, Mary is the only person here who has actually engaged in this fetish. So, first-hand experience. Yes. What do you want to know? What's it about? Um, so, I've always... I've been... I guess you would call it the submissive in this case. I've never done the peeing... I've done the peeing once. I was like, I've never done this. Wait a second. Um, and so, like I said, the first time it ever happened was he had always joked about it. And I think it was like one of those things where he was joking to gauge my reaction. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird like, if we like tried anal, yeah. right? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't this be strange? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but. And yeah. I think it was like, oh, I'm going to pee on you. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, right. And then one shower, he hugged me, and my leg was getting warm, and I was like, are you peeing on me? And he just smiled and laughed. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, whatever. That was just kind of his humor. So, yeah, that would not be the consent part, right? Right. Yeah. But I I laughed it off because I was young and dumb. Oh. And And then we talked about it later on, and I'm like, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Whatever. Fast forward a few more months, and he's and then it just came out, hey, can I pee on you? And I'm like, keep it below the chin. 
can't pee on my face. Mm-hmm. And it was always in the shower, just like because I kind of freaked out about that. Easy cleanup. Easy cleanup. Okay. Yeah. So I realize I realize that urine. Up. I realize that urine is sterile. Like I get that, but at the same time, there's something unclean feeling about it. And I think that's it one is. reason why I'm so hesitant to be like, yeah, peeing in the shower is okay because I'm like, oh, it's gross, but it's actually sterile, right? Yeah, I think that's. Right. I mean, I think, and I've read different because I've done a lot of. Sick. It's what? Yeah. Like if you have like some sort of illness, it yeah. might not be. Yeah. And um, so these times, I will say there was alcohol involved mm-hmm. most of the time. So it was his pee was typically almost clear. Yeah. Now, and that's my like one rule because it's now been more than just him. And it was always just, you know, if you're going to pee on me, I hope you're super hydrated because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to smell it. Yeah, really. Or like if I do, it better not be that strong. You have not eaten asparagus in the past yes. 24 hours. <laughs> Be terrible. Yeah. And now it's gotten to the point that if I've been drinking a bit, I'll mm-hmm. kind of like get that glimmer in my eye and be like, hey, you want to pee on me? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just like, oh, you're that drunk. Wow. But that's so, interesting. Yeah. So I think that kind of goes more with my sub mindset of, like I said earlier, I've always thought of it more of a domination thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I, a power play. Yes. A power play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I've all, I've always kept it below the chin except one time. Yeah. And it was, he was like, okay, I've drank so much beer. I'm so hydrated. Open your mouth. And I'm like, whoa, okay, we're going there. And yeah. there's no swallowing, but it, and it was just that happened. Wow. That's interesting. It and, was, yeah. And you tried it and that's good. Yes. And that's I will good tell you anything report. twice. That's good that you can report on it and say, okay, like I am, I am, I've tried this thing and that's, that's what I tried. That's yeah. good. And you can report and it's not like I it. have to have it. It's not. It's yeah. a give or take for me every yeah. now and then. It's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, pee on me. But okay. then yeah, it's not an every time thing. That That's fine. It's kind of, I mean, is it, would you say it's akin to like, okay, spank me since you're a sub? No. Okay. That's a different thing. Yes. I, um. It's a I different mean, kind of power dynamic? No, it's, I would say it's the same power dynamic, but I much more enjoy the spanking. Ah, oh, okay. The peeing is like a little like. That gets the party started. Yeah, not even. Okay. I don't know. It's just like a dumb like party trick, I guess. Okay. It's kind of like, hey, yeah, you can do that if you want. Oh, okay. But, right. And that doesn't make and you feel inferior as a sub. It does. It does. It does. It do you enjoy more like, the yeah, humiliation? Come, come own me. Yeah. A little bit? Maybe a little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, see, that, that makes sense. And I get that as like somebody who's kind of seen both sides of that. I, I think that some people really enjoy... Um, the humiliation and the power play and yeah, okay, come and dominate me, whatever that means. Like yes. free use. No, I don't want to say free use, but like absolutely in terms of approaching that free use, kind of like do whatever you want use to use me how you me. want to use yeah. me. So that that makes sense. Um, my main party trick is like magic tricks <clears throat> with cards. But I guess some people. some people's party tricks are just to get peed on. Yeah. I just thought you were really good at beer pong. <laughs> Or shower, shower pee pong. Shower pee pong. That could be a new one. How, like, can you fill up a cup from across the table? That yeah, that it would almost completely exclude one gender. So <laughs> I just stand on the table. <laughs> Guess who gets to be the human? It's like ping a shotgun cups. blast. You get, you get a lot more you cups. Ping pong cup. I don't know. Is this, are we going back to the golden pong douche? Cups? We just stand on our back and they have to pee. Like, I don't know. <laughs> My research for this has been ridiculous. Um, I do briefly, very carefully, want to mention one other thing, which we usually don't talk about on this show, and you can grimace at me all you want from across the table. Um, brought up serial killers, and now you're going to bring up politics, the two uh, things I don't like being brought up on the show. 
All right, then I won't do it, so you don't have to edit me out. Donkey Toucher. Donkey Toucher. Which, if you haven't picked up... DTs. ...by listening through the show, through our back catalog, is Donald Trump. Mm Mm-hmm. Who we sometimes mention on this show, but really try to not talk about him too much. But in this case, he has, in fact, been accused of participating in Eurolagnia. Is that fair to say? Accused of? He's been accused of. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Allegedly. Um, Hired prostitutes in Moscow to pee on each other. Um, to pee on each other, um, perform a golden shower in order to um, destroy or defile, defile yeah, um, the bed that the Obamas once uh, visited and stayed at that same room that they stayed Which, in. if true. So, How petty. Yeah. Yeah, it's petty. The, uh, who would ever think of Donkey Toucher as It's petty? probably not the same mattress or the same sheets. Like... It's probably the same mattress. It's the it's the it's the meaning of the thing though. Like, oh, here is a place that these people have been. I want to defile it because I am so petty and powerful. And I don't know. It's just an allegation. Uh it's yet to be figured out if it's true or not, but I just thought it would be interesting to mention it because Stephen Colbert even visited it. I mean, it's almost a, most assuredly is potentially true. <laughs> <laughs> and an alternative fact, it definitely happened. But to protect myself until it actually comes out. Yeah. It for sure maybe happened. Yeah. Um golden showers were done. Right? We have They have use, happened. Use the, they have happened before. Yeah. In this case, <laughs> they might have happened as well. Right. Yes. The agentless passive. Right. Um, also, um, this is kind of an interesting thing. I don't have a heck of a lot of products to talk about today, which kind of makes me sad, but I do have a few to talk about. But before I get into that, I did want to mention some of the top sexual positions for um, uh, couples wishing to engage in some beginner level water sports. Are these sexual positions that require a special <laughs> mattress or plastic sheets? Um, um, it's always recommended to use plastic sheets, protect your, um, I'm, I'm just, these aren't, things. these aren't things that would happen in the shower. Some of them could, um, depending on your flexibility. Um, it's, but for the most part, it looks like it seems to me a lot of these would probably be performed while laying down in a bed or in a tub, a very large tub. or a tiled area or a tiled area, like a community shower or something <laughs> like in a gymnasium. Don't do this in a community. Don't shower. go to the YMCA. The next time you go to a Japanese spa. <laughs> I just okay. like a kitchen or bathroom floor. The first one is called the Cataracts of the Nile. In this case, one partner lays uh, with legs open, um, and then one person kneels between the legs and directs the urine stream directly at sensitive bits. Uh, this works better if the person is already slightly aroused. Feel free to incorporate a vibrator or dildo in the mix, but don't forget to check that it is waterproof first. Uh, so the these s- are for either male or female partners mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. urinating. Well, the picture did... Color-coded. Yeah, the picture color-coded it, but I feel like it can so be done So pink was way. clearly the male that was laying down underneath the female who's blue. Yeah, of course. Pre-50s yes. pink. Of course. Yes. Um, also, um, position two is called log in the Amazon. Uh, first off, enjoy some fantastic foreplay. Um, and then whenever a person is about to climax, uh, one person squats over them and urinates directly onto their sensitive bits, uh, moving the stream up and down on those sensitive bits. Um, which is kind of an interesting. Why so log the, in the Amazon? The only difference. Oh, between- because it's like a rainforest on the log. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know why it's called that. That's just a, it's no, a, no, no. Because the, the only difference between the penis the, about... this one and the other one is that this one has more foreplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because it's the dude who's about to come, yeah, and then she pees on him. So it's like a rainforest. It's raining on the log. Yeah, you get it. Wait, was it Amazon? Is that log. what the color coded shows? That, it... Yeah, um, it shows a man with a penis and a woman peeing on the penis okay. right before he's about to climax. Uh, however, I feel it could be done either way. I mean, I feel like if you're no, doing yeah. clitoral stimulation and then you, like, you know, pee up and down on top of the clit to sensitize that That'd area. That would be like orchid in the Amazon. Yes. I like that. Orchid. The Amazon hibiscus orchid. in the Amazon. <laughs> the lovely flower. Okay. Uh, we also have the fountain <laughs> of Venus. Like... Fountain of Venus. Um, once one person's oh. bladder is completely full, they must lie on their back with legs apart. Uh, their partner then kneels or lies below the thighs and performs orgasmic oral sex. Uh, when they feel the urge, the woman, uh, the, sorry, the uh, first partner will empty their bladder directly onto the partner's mouth. Oh. This can really work for either sex. Um, it's just about engaging all of the those um, erogenous zones between the legs, and then of course, why did you um, groan? Peeing as soon as that as that. Uh, <laughs> why did you groan? I just don't want to be peed in my mouth. Mm-hmm. What do you I think it tastes like? You. Urine. It um, doesn't. I will say right now, it tastes like salt water, like semen. I was no, oh, okay, no, because I was surprised. I thought it was going to taste the way that like pee smells, mm-hmm. and it was just salt water, salty, gross, just salty. Like gargling salt water, except I wasn't gargling. It just hit. You know who drinks yeah. their own urine? Bear Gandhi. Gandhi. Oh. There you go. Why did he do it? To survive? Uh, he was probably fasting, but mm-hmm. uh, he, he did it to uh, uh, retain nutrients. Um, number four is called watering the oak tree. The man <laughs> should lie on his back while the woman squats over him. She gives his penis access to her, her area and then urinates. This takes a lot of practice as the penis is applying direct <laughs> Did pressure. Did it self-censor itself? <laughs> to it her says. area. To we her can't area. say vagina. She gives his penis access to her vagina and then urinates. This takes a lot of practice as the penis is applying direct pressure to the woman's urethra. The only advice that uber kinky can give us, have patience and concentrate. It shows, <sighs> him, it shows her peeing sort of on the chest of his area there. Chest area-ish. Wait, but um, if... Because they're, like, basically sitting, like, uh, forward-facing um, cowboy yeah. style. Oh. And then peeing uh, on so the chest like, area. Okay. Yeah. So he's... So he's penetrating chest her. being like a pool. Yes. Yeah. Let's... Yeah, it's called watering the oak tree. Um, another one is called flooding the cave. It is important when flooding... <laughs> is, that our, is that our golden enema? <laughs> that sounds like it's a golden enema. Yeah. Um, it is important when flooding the cave that the man has recently ejaculated and has a full bladder. It is best to maintain a spooning position as it can be difficult for the man to stay hard throughout this act. Uh, once inside her, he urinates. This may take some time, but have patience. The bladder can't hold out indefinitely. Um, so yeah, so that would be very much like that golden enema. Pee. Um, then of course our classic golden shower, one partner sits, kneels or lies down and the other urinates on them. Um, That's all I've done. Yeah. Then there's the spitting snake. Um, one partner rubs their bits all over their partner's face. And when the PP is ready for their liquid lunch, they open their mouth. Is there a sprinkler? Oh, when the P.E. is ready for their liquid lunch, they open their mouth. So not the P.E.R. and the P.E. Yeah. I went to a lot of PE. <laughs> Somebody said PP, and I'm like, we're going down to like kindergarten vocab here. Well, no, I'm, I mean, I, I took a lot of PE in elementary school. So. <laughs> Did you ever get a swirly where they stuck your head in the no. toilet? And no, because it? I don't live in an 80s movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> did you? <laughs> no. No. Um, but that was kind of a... It's a thing you see in, in movies and in stuff. In 80s high school movies. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, you know that's why they put the brake in toilet seats now? Really? So that you can't, like... Hold somebody's Wait, hand. it has something to do with that. It's a safety measure. I thought it was measure. just like, you didn't, like, so guys didn't have to aim as much. <laughs> no, it's a safety measure for heads. So that, like, your neck, like, you can breathe or something along it's those lines. It's not that wide enough for a neck to No, but it's, there's, there's a reason. Oh. There's a reason somewhere along those lines for it. It'd be a really skinny neck. I don't know. Hey. Fact check me, listeners. Yeah, please. <laughs> also, if please. someone's really dedicated to, like, choking you on a toilet, they can put their <laughs> shoe on the back the of your neck. <laughs> yeah, that like, too. I must choke you on a toilet. Yeah. This is how you must die. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so here's here's number eight, uh, the human urinal. For all of you extreme uh, BDSM. Sonic. For all of you extreme Sonic. BDSM players out there, why not try some petulant piss play? If you don't have the best aim at this sport, try an uber kinky funnel gag. That is a thing, a funnel gag, to make sure your slave swallows every drop of sadistic oh. punishment you throw their way. So it so doesn't have this- to just be pee. But this uh, requires this requires swallowing. yeah it, because it's a it's a funnel that is a gag that opens into the other person's mouth and then you just pee in it or you can pour stuff in it. Don't mind me while I text someone from yeah. my shopping cart. It's a funnel like gag. Like Drano. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget Ooh. the classic. She brought up Allard Fish. Classic uh, self love uh, number nine: self peeing. This is the water sport equivalent of masturbation. Uh, you basically. Um, let's is see that- here. Try to get your genitals directly above your face. That You can do this by lying on your back in the shower and propping your legs against the wall. Then open wide. Once you've decided how you want your piss play to flow, decide where you would like your water sports to take place. Some people play in the bath, while some go out and purchase a paddling pool to protect floors and furniture. Some even play in their beds and sleep in a whole different kind of wet spot. So, uh, is that called number nine because you lost your six? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possible. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> I'll see myself out. Which, of course, uh, brings me to um, oh my lord in heaven! I I'm so sorry. I just I said that on here. Um, uh, we're gonna talk about products. Let's talk about products. Well, I want to know what you just no. looked up Please and let that us you know. were. Um, it's a product. Um, the Oxballs Recycle Ultimate Urinal um, System. It's three and a half inches. It has um, a mouth funnel that you yes. like pee into a receptacle, and this not only can go up into the anus um, or rectum area, um, but it can also go into the mouth. It has a dual hose system um, available through Uber Kinky uh, for about 139 pounds. Um, that, that anus hose could go up to the vagina too. It could definitely go into the vagina as well. Um, kind of interesting looking uh, gadget there. So you um, just pee and it recycles it. Yeah, it recycles the it. various orifices of mm-hmm. your desire. Uh, there's also a locking feeding gag that you can also pour urine into. Uh, the locking? Chomp Silicone Math Gab. Yeah. Um, the Bulldog Silicone Head Harness Gag. Um, the Urinal Gag, which is currently out of stock. Why are these all named after animals? Um, because Oxballs is the company. Okay. Oxballs is the company. It's called the urinal gag, and it basically forces urine oh. into the person's face like that. 
So you pee in it and it just oh my God. It straight It looks into, like they have a horn. Yeah, it looks like a rhino horn on a mouth from the mm-hmm. side profile. From the top, it looks like a urinal. Mm-hmm. It says, answer the call of nature, uh, perfect for water sports or human toilet scenes, uh, body safe, pure platinum silicone and waterproof neoprene. Does tr- um, Trough Man wear one of these? Do you think that's I don't think so. He actually just puts his, his whole body uh, his whole in body. there. So, sorry? Is that how Barrett Girls gets his? No. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like no. he could. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no. Also, there's lots of different um, inserts that will attach to that particular urinal gag um, that you can insert in there that will either force it in there or you can have different kinds of things to hold between your teeth as you're wearing this uh, urinal gag. Fascinating, right? It is. It's all different shapes and sizes. <clears throat> all different shapes and sizes, all kinds of different things. I wish we um, could describe it visually more, but... We can't. We can't. <laughs> we cannot. We can't. Just um, imagine different shapes and sizes that all funnel down to your mouth. Yeah. Um, I was in. also able to find several different apparel wares. Um, I One that says a shirt that says, I love golden showers. I love water sports. I love piss. And I love peeing. Um, if you really want to express yourself on your chest, that's a really great place to look. Do you Let's think, not forget the wide world. Do you think any of, of those have ever been sold except for gag gifts? I, you know, I don't really know. But I would... I mean, if you're really into it, that's. I think that's I love. Thing, yeah, I think we could thing. get away with the I heart uh, pee. Yeah, yeah. Because like, everyone loves a good pee. Yeah, you the know I what? heart golden showers though. Like that's. Like, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's like, oh, it's a funny T-shirt. Yeah, I don't know. I I would give it as a gag gift, but I mean, maybe uh, like to somebody I hated, maybe. <laughs> Like your grandmother. <laughs> so next Christmas, we know who to look out for. Showers. Oh, Dana um, got me this really funny T-shirt. Just because I love she hates showers. you. No, you're already getting a tentacle dildo, the one that goes like this. Can I have Those one have too? Those have to be invented. We've first. talked about that on the episode, and we, um, the one of the former hosts. And I think I we've really talked about this. One. I think you and I have talked yeah. about this outside of. We really want them to design yeah. one. Get on it, Bad yeah, Dragon. It's got some motors in it. Yes, mm-hmm. so it can go and like sucking power. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fantastic. Um, let's not forget the wide world of literature um we have here uh fun with pee fetish um there's all kinds of books um one of which is the bestseller fun with pee fetish um there's also new york times uh sarah's showers by jackie lewis golden shower training conference uh pee perverts kitchen kink sink um juliet shares her gold and piss motel um, all kinds of fantastic reading and literature for you to uh, consider um, before you get into this. Um, let's also not forget that there's these this fantastic funnel system that we've talked about a couple times on the show. Uh, the Go Girl female urination device. It comes in lots of different colors. Um, there's gold. There's kind of a brown color. There's pink, oh, gold. gold. And shower. Um, yeah, which is all, all too yeah. appropriate, right? Um, also lavender. Um, this is actually a very reasonable um, pee play toy uh, starting at $9. Oh, wow. Nine, $9 or $10, depending on where you but get it. But it's also very Versatile. You can use it out on the golf course as well. Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to pee on the grass of a golf course. In the oh, sand okay. dunes. Or you can get it <laughs> of the Maybe. golf course. Completely different meaning for sand trap. <laughs> Um, the Go Girl is fantastic. Um, I also was able to find some fantastic things uh, from SexyShowers.toys. Um, that's called a Quite Cupid. A um did they get the dot com or did they have to settle for like a I, you know, dot I don't know. CU? 
It's called, <clears throat> excuse me, it's um, called the Cupid. Um, if you really don't want to use real urine and you want to use synthetic urine, you can also use a synthetic um, urination system, and that's called a Cupid. It's available through the store, uh, and I'll tell you a little bit about it. Um, it says that... Uh, she's the one that started it all. It was her ingenious platform that began our venture into the adult toy business. Cupid stands for Clean Urine Personal Insert Device. Uh, she was on the market for four years. Um, let's see. People up there. Uh, it's designed around a two-ounce bottle. Uh, when the oh, let's see here. The original version is exactly the same as her little sister, except she will hold three ounces of golden fun. Um, so this is a clean urine personal insert device. And it also has a textured surface. Now. So it's a bottle you shove into your vagina. Mm-hmm. To pee. To pretend to pee. Yes. Is this for those with shy bladders or maybe if you've already peed and you need more pee fun? I think so. Okay. And it's, you want to you participate in pee play, but you want clean urine? Or you or want to break the record? It says it doesn't come oh, with longest pee play with fake pee. Yeah. Okay. It Just says here. Um, <laughs> this this line of water sport fetish toy allows couples to freely explore their liquid desires. Um, and you can fill it with apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might be a good stepping okay. stone. So if you're interested but not quite yeah. ready to take that leap, uh-huh. you got some apple juice. Get some apple juice. Also, there it's delicious. is also a male version called the He Wiz. He whiz and she Where does that go? Uh, he whiz is a device worn inside the male rectum. This design leaves nothing more than a small piece of clear tubing exposed. Using the included alcohol swab and removable sticky dots, this clear tube is temporarily attached to the penis, making the movements made during the golden shower easy to perform and natural looking. Um, this ingenious design also solves a problem that has plagued the wet sex industry since the beginning, body temperature. He whiz is guaranteed to deliver your urine at exact body temperature every time. All this while remaining completely hidden from your partner. Because it's in your butthole. Even when you strip down naked, he whiz is practically invisible. And while the competition relies on gravity for delivery of their cold stream of urine, he whiz is under pressure. Great. Stick this thing that's under pressure under up pressure. in your rectum. Um, making your stream strong and steady. So these both sound like that they are uh, designed for on set use like porn yeah 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 because most of those most p play videos on like in porn are fake because mm-hmm. well most porn is fake right like what <laughs> it's spoiler <laughs> oh no uh yeah spoiler uh it's uh like a 10 hour shoot of you having Gosh. to keep a boner up and <laughs> or the girl having to keep aroused the whole time it's fake right right um there's also all kinds of different synthetic and fake um urine that you can purchase online a lot of it through amazon um one uh, from is is from equator and it's called synthetic urine quick fix it's fake pee um there's also clean urine synthetic urine um there's also portable wearable units so i guess if you're going in to take a pee test um, you can oh, actually. Oh, those are illegal. Yeah, yeah, those are highly illegal. Um, there's also uh, one mean, of my I, favorites. I guess they're not technically illegal. Um, there's dude. I'm just really into pee play. Yeah. I just came from a great session. <laughs> um, there's also to wear this. this. You're thing clearly not into pee play. It's called seshes. Seshes. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's very sesh. Let's see. Oh, uh, what if pesh? 
I'm trying too hard. Um, you we can don't, also buy, we don't need to portmanteau everything. You can buy um, bottles of simulated urine, um, normal, hydrated, and um, pregnant, dehydrated, <laughs> um, which basically just is a very varying degrees of yellowness color um, and color. Do people um, ever use animal urine for this? I, like you know, hunters, hunters, hunters use it. I'm sure. Yeah, because that stuff. Yeah, that stuff's readily available, and then no one will look at your Amazon purchases. <laughs> They'll just be like, "Oh, he just really wanted to hunt some deer." Yeah, I just have to smell like elk. That's what it's for. <laughs> Not use that as a uh, shot back. Um, that's all I have in terms of products. One other thing that I wanted to mention is kind of a funny story. And I feel like this isn't like kink shaming. It's just kind of funny. And I think everybody can appreciate this. Um, okay. Chris and Mary, um, have you ever been to one of those, uh, teppanyaki tables where, you know, they've performed like this entire cooking show for you. And then they pull out this little boy and they joke about him peeing on your food because they pulled on his pants and he squirts out water. Yes. Right. Like hibachi. Yes. Yes. So, um, there hibachi, was. Yes. But I've never had the. You've never cook. had the little boy? I've never had a cook pull out a little boy and say, he's going to piss <laughs> on your shit now. <laughs> um, so, um, I was able to find an ABC story where a woman claimed that a urinating toy sexually assaulted her at a hibachi, hibachi restaurant. Um, oh, that's in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It says it peed on me. That's what a Texas woman told police after a bizarre incident at a hibachi restaurant in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, she claimed she was sexually assaulted when she was squirted with a water with water by a toy at the restaurant. Um, so, anytime you've seen one of these little toys. Um, that you can pull on the pants and it pees, squirts water out of its whatever. Um, I don't know if it actually has a penis or well, if it's is just that a, a hole. Penis? Um, a little, I, little orifice. A, yeah, a little, little, little hole. Uh, it's got a little pink thing. Yeah. Um, it's, that woman just needs to. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. had to share that because I really thought that was kind of like, hilarious be sensible. and funny. Um, if don't be a crazy person. Be like, what? I was sexually assaulted by a doll that peed water as a joke yeah and they weren't the, trying to there's the famous statue in um uh there's brussels, a lot there's yeah. a lot of belgium. famous statues well, well, in yeah. uh, italy and everywhere yeah. yeah no but in brussels belgium mm-hmm. mannequin do peace and it's a little boy it's a peeing little boy it's yeah a peeing little boy that there's lady probably would have gone there and then immediately complained <laughs> that's the original damn it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that uh that texas woman probably would have gone there and then complained about child pornography yeah well, anyways, that's just a funny short story I thought I would share um, because I'm sure we've uh, most of us have seen something like that at a one of those Hibonacci kinds of um, Hibachi. restaurants. Hibachi. Hibachi. Sorry. Who's Hibonacci? Hibonacci is the brother of Fibonacci. <laughs> <laughs> the much Hibonacci. less, the much less popular sippy. sequence. It's Monday. Is, I'm tired. Well, his sequence is just one, two, three. Like, it was just counting. <laughs> he was... He was the, Everyone was like, wait, good wait, job, Hibonacci. You did it. Don't you mean one, two, P? <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm sorry. It's Monday. I'm really tired. I've been researching all this. P? And, uh, I've been researching a lot of P today, and I'm really not thrilled that I got to research so much P in my internet search. One last thing we should point out is that Dave Chappelle did write a parody song under the... Uh, in the theme of an R. Kelly song, because he was parodying R. Kelly, called I Want to Pee on You. <gasps> and the chorus goes, haters want to hate, lovers want to love. I don't even want none of the above. I want to piss on you. Yes, I do. I want to piss on you. I'll pee on you. 
Oh. <gasps> Play that at my wedding. <laughs> I'll stand by you. I want you. to pee on you. I'll pee on you. Pee on you. That's I'll absolutely hilarious. That that's what it sounds like. Oh, Don't it's let a, nobody. It's a really good song. <laughs> it's, it's it's a song that's been stuck in my head multiple times. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I used to love the Chappelle show. So. All right. So I think we have reached that magical point in our discussion. This uh, is the point where we become kink shaming because we got to the FDI. We are here. So we're going to judge FDI. you now. No, no, no. There's no judging. We're just talking about the fetish danger index. It's On the point scale, where we judge one you. To five, where would we place this in terms of dangerousness? One being... I mean, there's also a zero. We've decided. There's oh, no zero. No zero. Tommy has said there's time and time again, danger. there's no zero. And then there's no not applicable, even though he himself has given not applicable. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say that that there is a zero, but I don't think that this is going to fall somewhere between there's one and five. Zero. I think this is one like is the lowest. One count. or two. It's a mood point right now. I think it's um, a five. I'm going to give this. A pretty safe two because unless like your partner has been tested and all of this is consensually agreed to, um, there's a significant amount of exposure here. Like not only do you like, can you not do this with a condom on or some kind of like a protective barrier, um, no matter who is participating, you know, um, in any kind of orientation, it doesn't even matter. I feel like uh, there's no safe way to participate in um, pee play water sports with a, some kind of a barrier method. So I think that it, it relieves you. It, it really opens you up to a lot of exposure. Therefore, I would say a two only because you're not only open to STDs, but you're also uh, open to um, transmitting uh, diseases that are, you know, uh, exchangeable through urine. But Dana. UTIs like and I mean, oh yeah, so that. But like, UTI, yeah, UTIs. I feel like can give issues. What have you thought about peeing into a Brita filter? And that's the yes. urination system. And you know, then really peeing know. on them. What if I, you put a Brita yeah. filter into one of those recyclable urination systems? You're asking somebody who has no what idea. What if you got duct tape <laughs> and just duct taped a Brita filter to the end of your penis? Well, have you ever seen a Brita filter? Yeah, I've used one. <laughs> I've Does done it... this exact same thing that I'm talking about. Oh, okay. clearly, You're I've duct taped Brita. Yeah, is this okay to do? I'm not a weirdo, right? Like people have done this before, right? We test everything we talk about on this show. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. I uh, can't tell you how many times I've had to clean whipped cream out of my from the clown episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I would give this like a 1.5. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, it's like most of the danger that comes with it should only come with it because you're not discussing sex with your partner. And if you're not discussing sex with your partner, then you're already having an issue. Mm -hmm. And so we shouldn't even barely take that into an account because if that's the case, then everything would have a much higher score than we would be willing to give it. Right. So I'd give it a 1.5 just because like, as long as it's consensual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, if it, I agree. yeah, if it, you know, it maybe you're sick and you don't realize it. And then that's the most danger I could see it coming out of this. Yeah, I agree. I have nothing to add other than, yeah, probably one, 
point five. You have to give okay. it a score. That's fair. Yeah, I would definitely give it a one point five. Okay, I think it's not quite a two for me. Yeah, and Tommy would be pissed because I gave it a half score. Oh, and then Mary then agreed I, with me. Then here. I give it a one point two seven. Yes. I think that this is pretty remarkable that we're able to all agree, consens- like all of us, like have a consensus on this, um, on its place on the FDI, because sometimes we completely disagree on a lot of things. Um, but this is nice that we all kind of agree on this one. I mean, and it did. all hinges on the fact that you're talking about sex with your partner. Yeah. We if had a, safe. I mean, we had a time where we did two, three, four. And, no, oh. we just did two, three, two, three, four, two, three, four, five. Did we do a five? Uh, yeah. What was that for? I don't remember what it was. We did. Uh, we did. We all disagreed on it. We all had uh, escalating steps. None of us agreed on it. A mm-hmm. score. Uh, and that's okay. But I think it's interesting that we all agree on this one. Because I feel like, really, this is pretty, you know, harmless in yeah. terms of a fetish. It is a little weird, but, you know, whatever. And I think different it should... strokes for different folks. It should be pointed out that they're... <laughs> The reason that women might enjoy this is that uh, men do excrete. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the sex hormones, androtestosterone, mm-hmm. uh, in their urine. Uh, so that could be why you know some women like to be peed upon is because they'll right. pick up on that. In fact, uh, guinea pigs. <laughs> when uh, when a male guinea pig has a, a quote uncooperative partner, come on. Come on, sex positive book. <laughs> they will pee on them. <laughs> and apparently that turns things around for them. You should them. try that at a bar sometime. Like you try to ask a girl out or whatever, a guy, I don't know. You try to ask somebody out and they are like, nah, it's okay. I'm not into you. And you just pee on them. You know, this kind See of. See if that changes their mood. <laughs> this kind of brings up an interesting point. Have you ever been out like, well, not you, Chris, but like, have you ever been out and like with a bunch of guys and like, hey, I'm gonna go pee in the corner or like go pee out in the woods or somewhere? And just seeing them peeing, it's just like, you're so manly. No, no, that's just me. <laughs> I can see it on your face. <laughs> Apparently, I gotta do this more at parties. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, take a wicked piss out back. <laughs> I think it's just like the way you guys like stand. I don't know. It's like, you're so powerful Spread with your eagle. ability to pee anywhere. I wouldn't say it's powerful. I think it's convenient. Yeah. And I'm jealous that I have to wait in line for the bathroom inside the house or like take a squat in some. Just squat. Yeah. But even then, that makes me vulnerable and I don't feel like being vulnerable out in the woods at night. So I don't know. There's there's that. That ups the FDI to a three because of wild animals, <laughs> bears, and things like that. It makes guys vulnerable <clears throat> too. You are literally exposing your sexual member to the but environment. You can, you no, can, get, you can, can run immediately. Thing. Remember, you have the ability to pee on the thing and to then deter it, it from it coming at you. Like, that's a thing. I'm sure it's. I'm sure a bear, if it was charging you and you peed on it, would not be like, hey, I smell the testosterone in your urine. I mean, it depends what bar you're hanging out at. Oh! <laughs> I think that's a good place to stop. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Kink cast um and we will see you next week thanks I want to pee on you